This Week in HPC by Intersect 360 Research. In-depth on OpenCAPI, IBM and Micron join me This Week in HPC. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening in to another episode of This Week in HPC with Intersect 360 Research, distributed in partnership with our friends at Top500.org. I'm Addison Snell, and instead of my regular podcast partner, Michael Feldman, on this special sponsored podcast of This Week in HPC. I'm joined by Brad McCready, who's the Vice President and IBM Fellow leading IBM Power Development. Brad, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me here, Addison. Nice to talk to you. And also on the line, I've got Bob Quinn, who's the Vice President of Strategy and Business Development for the Compute and Networking Business Unit at Micron. Bob, thanks for being on the podcast. Happy to be here, Addison. Thank you. Well, the big thing we wanted to do today, gentlemen, last week on This Week in HPC, Michael and I were talking about the big news with OpenCAPI uh, in a couple of different dimensions. First of all, just in its role as a, as a high-performance bus for high-performance systems or applications. Um, in the press release, you noted that it's capable of 25 gigabits per second data rate. Uh, we, uh, we commented in the podcast about the types of applications that that would be good for. You've also got a 16 gigabit per second data transfer rate, which makes it good for compute-intensive or data-intensive applications. And we wanted to go a little more in-depth on, on not only uh, the performance, but the whole OpenCAPI consortium that goes along with that as uh, is, is we attempt through OpenCAPI to make this a broader standard for some of these emerging uh, application areas. So I appreciate you both joining me. And Brad, maybe you can start by just giving us a little bit of context about what's the initiative behind uh, moving where you've been with CAPI so far into this open CAPI standard. Surely, Addison, and, and thank you. Um, you know, if you, if you look at what we're doing uh, with open CAPI, it, it, it's a... Uh, it's a reflection of what we think the needs are for IT and, and, and uh, infrastructure in the market right now. If you look at what uh, is happening, uh, we have all kinds of new acceleration getting a lot of a very strong foothold and in, in, in well beyond just the HPC markets, but in, in many markets, you know, analytics, AI, um, GPUs are becoming very relevant and they're very, very high performance devices. As well as, you know, as Bob is going to talk about, we got advanced memories coming with uh, storage class memories that, that, that have, you know, nanoseconds and hundreds of nanoseconds of access time. And, of course, networking is just, you know, rocketing um, in, in, the, uh, in the data rates and in the, in the, that they're, they're performing at. And all of those now are, going to, are requiring something above and beyond just our current PCI buses that, you know, if I were to characterize, were all invented when they were designed to talk to seven millisecond access time spinning disks. And so those needs drive for a, a fresh look at a bus architecture and a system architecture to provide performance, bandwidth, and low latency that is needed to support these advanced high-performance devices. And uh, that's what the um, OpenCAPI is trying to address. Well, as well I, as, yeah, you know, 
Yeah, you picked up on a couple of the trends that we've been talking about at Intersect 360 Research. You're talking about these high-performance processing components coming into the market as well as a proliferation of high-performance memory components. And I wanted to transition to Bob because, Bob, from Micron, uh, this is exactly the part of the market you're in. I mean, how do you see OpenCAPI playing vis-a-vis the types of high-performance components you're contributing to systems? Well, we see OpenCAPI as, uh, as arriving at exactly the right time for um, the arrival of what we call uh, these emerging memories. It's a, it's a very exciting time in, in the memory space, uh, really a magical time in that the memories that we've been talking about now for many, many years, and, and we classified them as, uh, as emerging memories, they of course have been arriving for the last 10 or 15 years, but uh, they are actually arriving now, uh, pretty much as we speak. And these, uh, these memories uh, absolutely include uh, storage class memories, really highlighted by extremely large capacities and, and relatively low latencies. So they reflect the ability now to bring large data sets extremely close to processors. And of course, once we have that capability in these storage class memories, then we need to be able to connect them. And uh, these connectivity through, uh, through OpenCAPI does lend itself in, in a very nice way to creating extremely large uh, capacity storage systems, not in the uh, not in the gigabytes, but now we're moving into the, the terabytes and the tens and the hundreds, and eventually, uh, you know, towards the end of this decade, which isn't that far away, uh, I certainly have a see a clear view to having a half petabyte and petabyte class storage memory um, in a in in a rack or in a in a in a nineteen inch rack available to many many servers. So with these classes of memories, not only uh, you know will 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 you want to do things like potentially putting them on some form of, uh, of DDR memory bus, but the, the capacity there is certainly going to be limited, and the ability to manage that memory and certainly potentially present itself as a as a very nice um, user space is uh, is is really enabled by by OpenCAPI and um, certainly also by some of these other standards, but clearly OpenCAPI as IBM have designed it, have created, and have envisaged it, is, is just ideal for this. Well, one thing that we've noticed repeatedly in our studies is that end users are finding a need for higher performance connectivity, either as an interprocessor uh, connectivity or, or connectivity to memory, connectivity to data. And we have seen other kinds of standards filling different parts of these roles, whether it's something like an NVLink for GPU specifically or, or other more general things like Gen Z or, or uh, the CCIX or C6. And Brad, have you given any thought or been able to talk about where OpenCAPI fits in context with some of these other standards? Yeah. You know, as, as, there, as, as you point out and we're, we're discussing here, there's, there's a, a great new need and, and there's going to be several things that are going to be required to fill this new need. Um, you know, maybe a short and concise, you know, review of the various approaches to filling the new needs and, and requirements of IT. Um, you know, C6 is building off of existing standards. Um and, and trying to take those and bridge them to fill the new needs. Um, Gen Z is saying, yeah, there, there's a lot of new needs, but we also have those needs outside the rack. We're open CAPI and, and C6 are working on motherboard or planar uh, advanced connectivity. Uh, Gen Z is looking very hard at, uh, you know, between systems at the rack level connectivity. 
And, and of course, as I you know had alluded to already, you know, open Cappy is taking the uh, clean sheet of paper, ground up, fresh approach, and saying no holds barred, no previous constraints. Let's just invent something from the ground up to meet the needs of these new devices. So each one's taking a, a slightly different approach, filling a slightly different need um, around this accelerator and advanced memory attached space. Uh, IBM has announced you're going to have power systems that have OpenCAPI incorporated in the second half of 2017. And that doesn't take us by surprise because we'd been associating CAPI as, a, as an IBM project or parts of your Open Power Consortium. What, what really interested us was the, the broad range of partners that you have involved in OpenCAPI. And our listeners can go to opencapi.org and see some of the members uh, beyond IBM and Micron that are part of this initiative. Do you have a sense of what the broader role is in the industry, what other kinds of components it can connect, Brad? You know, the broader role you know, comes at it from two ways, you know, because at, at the heart of this whole discussion is innovation, right? And because, and you know, we, we need to invent many, many things that haven't been invented yet. And to try and say we're going to predict the winners and losers and, 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 and make them a part of a, of a proprietary standard is a very, very hard and, 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 and not very fruitful strategy in general. So we, we, we've, you know, we made the, the standard 100% open, all, all parties welcome, so that we can let everybody innovate. And, and you know, the, the, this, the other piece about what we're going to attach, you know, the answer is, is no, we don't know, which is why we made it open. Because if we did know today sitting here, everything that we were going to need to attach processors to move cost performance, the state of the art forward today, uh, we would just go do it right now and, and be done with it. But um, I think we're going to go in the industry in general through a very um, uh, exciting, uh, but um, uh, dynamic uh, trial and try, try for fit period as we uh, try out many different things to see what the accelerators and advanced memories are that we're going to need to, to fill uh, IT requirements. Well, looking at your roster on the OpenCAPI consortium, it certainly looks like you're aiming for this to have a broad role. You've got some of the top server vendors in HPC with uh, with HPE and Dell. You've got a very large uh, hyperscale uh, user with Google as, as part of the consortium. Uh, Bob, I, you know, from your role at Micron, do you see OpenCAPI also getting integrated into uh, x86 servers, integrating certain types of components? I, I certainly couldn't speak, uh, you know, on behalf of the the, the vendors of uh, of x86, uh, you know, based processors. But certainly, uh, as we look at the at, at all three of these standards, and uh, you know, and, and perhaps other things, the, uh, the the fundamental drivers are are, are well understood, right? Brad has mentioned, uh, you know, bandwidth and uh, and, and so on, um, and an openness required for general innovation. But uh, I, I, a lot of these capabilities that we see. Have, uh, have been really driven essentially by enabling, uh, you know, programmers to develop applications um, without necessarily have to, having to understand how address spaces are different out on IO buses. So, so OpenCAPI is certainly, you know, a, a protocol and a connectivity that, um, that can present uh, the address space of humongous amounts of storage class memory or accelerators in a, in a particularly nice way to software developers. And, and of course, that's critically important because 
without the ability to have you know tens of thousands of, of software developers, perhaps even more, hundreds of thousands, um, easily write applications that take advantage of these new innovations like storage class memory. Um, without that, it would certainly act as an impediment to uh, the rapid and broad deployment of, of these technologies and capabilities. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so we, we, we see these as, uh, as being uh, ubiquitous. It, their time has come. Basically, uh, an openness in terms of um, you know, third parties being able to innovate and create new things that yet are within what I would call the uh, the coherency domain of the underlying processors. And, and of course, again, let me let me sum that up by saying the key aspect here is enabling programmers to more easily write software that can take advantage of these innovations. Well, and I think, Bob, you're hitting on the critical point there. One statistic we did find is that 88% of high-performance computing users think that they're going to be supporting multiple architectures in their next generations of acquisitions, and that's driven by this move toward uh, toward uh, incorporating heterogeneous components, more types of architecture. So you might be looking at an FPGA or or incorporating a higher performance uh, memory technology like a 3D cross point. Uh, and, and people are looking at all of these different options as they uh, roll their, their high performance systems forward. I think another driver of that is that we're finding performance and scalability becoming increasingly important outside of the traditional HPC roles as we look at things like hyperscale, big data and analytics, machine learning. I mean, Brad, you're kind of touching all of these areas at IBM. Is is that affecting the need for open CAPI? And do you see this as a, a broader role than traditional HPC? No, yeah, we, we, as we, we started there, Addison, and, and I think, um, um, you know, HPC certainly blazed the trail and uh, kind of, you know, showed the path of, of the capability and the ability to leverage uh, acceleration. But I, I think, you know, the, 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 the realities of, you know, OpenCAPI being invented, the, um, the uh, realities of, of all of the various and broad set of accelerators we're seeing out in the industry are a result of these many, many more workloads are picking up acceleration. Like I said, uh, you can't underestimate the uh, impact that um, that uh, machine learning, you know, deep learning, uh, leveraging uh, GPUs has had on the industry and had on the rate and pace of adoption and other of, of GPUs and many other workloads. Um, so, you know, I think we're going to see um, in the very near future, we're going to see a uh, accelerated architecture, a uh, system architecture with accelerator buses in it and, um, um, you know, with accelerator deployment slots, cards or uh, sockets of some sort. I think that's going to be a standard offering uh, in the very near future. And that may become the standardized platform upon which software is even developed and de deployed. So, um, yeah, we're, we're definitely within IBM and in the industry seeing a, a rapid shift towards the exploitation of acceleration of many workloads beyond HPC. I've been speaking with Bob Quinn, the Vice President of Strategy and Business Development for the Compute and Networking Business Unit at Micron, as well as Brad McCready, Vice President and IBM Fellow, leading IBM Power Development at IBM. Hey, guys, thanks very much for joining us, giving our listeners a little more detail on OpenCAPI. Thank you, Addison. Thanks, Addison. You're welcome. Anyone looking for a little more on OpenCAPI can find it on the web at opencapi.org. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to This Week in HPC. 
You've been listening to This Week in HPC, brought to you by Intersect 360 Research, actionable market intelligence for high-performance computing. For more information, visit intersect360.com.